Welcome to the Bitcoin Basics podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit BitcoinBasicsPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Basics podcast. I am Ferris here once again with my co-host, Gordon. It is the 18th of May, 2021. The price of Bitcoin is $45,145 per dollar. That'll give you 2,215 Satoshis. Gordon, I believe we have another listen-driven listener-driven question today, don't we? We sure do. So here's the question. Hi, it's Amelia again. Another question, I'm afraid. I took your advice and was listening to Mike Maloney's videos about gold and Bitcoin. And one of his episodes talks about Hashgraph and Hedera. And it claims it's a more advanced technology and makes up for the pitfalls in Bitcoin. Bitcoin. But since 2017, no one has heard too much more about it. So I just wanted your take on it. Will it supersede Bitcoin? And if not, why not? All right, Farah. So as um, many listeners are aware, uh, Amelia is referring to uh, Hidden Secrets of Money by Mike Maloney, which I'll link in the show notes, which was discussed before, which is an excellent series on the fundamentals of money and especially money versus currency. She's referring to Hash uh, Hedera, which is a company, Hashgraph. What the heck is that, Faris, and how many have you got? <laughs> I don't have any. First of all, thank you, Amelia, for um, the question and um, you know, really appreciate all the feedback we get from our listeners. Um, I remember looking into this uh, at least three years ago. Uh, so yeah, I saw that pop up on Mike Maloney's money show and a follow-up interview on um, Real Vision, I believe. So I looked into it then, um, those two episodes, and then I remember we talked about it. I had you explain a gossip protocol to me a bit more. Um, and then I kind of just disappeared from me. I haven't paid any attention to it since. So I think I remember, Gordon, you telling me from a tech point of view that you were impressed with it and that it was revolutionary. And then when you looked into it some more, you decided that it wasn't going to work. But I don't know if I'm recalling that accurately. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Lies, total lies. Take that back, please. Um, I think this may be a short podcast for us because this answer is pretty much what we could say about every single altcoin out there. Um, I think 90% of altcoins are scams. They're trying to scam people. There are some altcoins that are innovative, like Hashgraph. I wouldn't put it in the scam category, but it's complete hype. And there's maybe 1% that are innovative, that uh, Bitcoin will just simply consume those best features and carry on. It's really the story of every other altcoin. They're trying to find out, okay, Bitcoin is slow, Bitcoin is expensive, blah, blah, blah. And they're trying to find a chink in Bitcoin's armor. And therefore, we fix this by making, you know, something amazing. Uh, The reality is that most altcoins are cheaper and faster than Bitcoin. I would say, I don't think there's a single altcoin, Ferris, 
sorry, shikine, I should use the right vernacular, that is uh, more expensive and slower than Bitcoin. I think every altcoin is faster and cheaper than Bitcoin. But the thing is that people don't realize is that, okay, that's great, but what are you sacrificing? So all these altcoins who do all this amazing innovation, they forget one thing, and it's a tiny thing, Faris. I don't know if you heard of it. It's called security. So what they do is they make this fast and cheap altcoin that is just not secure and it's centralized. And that's unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, that's what Hedera Hashgraph is. And I don't really want to go too much into it. You can have a look for yourself at it. It is unique in that it doesn't actually have a blockchain. Uh, like a few other coins, like IOTA, Internet of Things, it uses a hash graph. And basically, that sort of makes the transactions more efficient, which they do. Uh, makes things faster and more scalable, blah, 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 blah. But of course, they're sacrificing security. And Hedera is the company behind it. Uh, it looks like they've got a lot of big tech involved, a lot of big companies, logos on the website. So yeah, basically what they've created is PayPal coin. And we see this quite a lot where something like Ripple XRP is faster and cheaper than Bitcoin. Absolutely. But guess what? It's totally centralized. It's totally controlled by companies. So, um, you know, if you're looking for something that's decentralized, censorship resistant, something that can't be banned, tracked, censored, whatever, then you'll get Bitcoin. So uh, I don't really have a lot much more to say. I could go on and on about it, but uh, yeah, it's it's just one of many PayPal coins. Yeah, one thing I do want to add here is that, um, so when Bitcoin came along and a lot of people use the analogy of, well, digital gold. And in the gold rush, the people that actually made money in the gold rush, you did have those few that first, you know, went to Klondike and made millions, but, you know, 90% of people that ended up going after there didn't. But the guys that made money were the guys that sold the picks and the shovels. So this is what's happened with Bitcoin. And Mark Yusko has actually said this as well. Um, early on, they invested in all these companies that were providing the picks and the shovels for Bitcoin. And when they should have just bought Bitcoin itself. So this is what's happening. People are like, okay, we've got this Bitcoin blockchain. Um, how do we create companies? How do we make money off the blockchain when all you need to do is buy Bitcoin itself? Um, so this is just the trend that's still around. And we're still, I mean, I thought it was done and dusted in 2017, 2018, but we're still seeing the rise and speculation in all coins, even Dogecoin, which was started as a joke, in which one of the co-founders sold all his altcoins years ago and bought a Honda Civic with them. Um, so it's just, yeah, speculation at this stage. And I think that's basically what it is. It's very easy to go out and buy Bitcoin. Well, it's not easy. You have to know what you're doing, but you can just go out and buy Bitcoin, but it's not sexy. You don't seem clever if you just go and buy Bitcoin. What's the side project you can do? What's How can you be innovative? And I think that's what people are at still. Yeah, absolutely, Faris. And um, I, the last sort of point, and I, I like to give this analogy, is Bitcoin's a tank. It is slow, but we're in a war zone and the internet is a war zone. You've got hackers, you've got state actors, you've got all kinds of people trying to ban it, trying to defeat it, trying to hack it. And, uh, you know, Bitcoin's a tank, but in a war zone, hey, a tank's pretty good. And so a lot of these other things come along and say, well, you know, even a cheap $10 bicycle is faster than a tank. Sure, not really 
that secure. So I think there are a lot of these projects that uh, maybe not scams, but they're kind of misleading in that it's all hype. It's all marketing hype, faster, better, cheaper, blah, blah, blah. It can do so many functions. Bitcoin is super boring. It can do one thing at the moment and that's money. And so a lot of people are like, well, you know, we, we want more than money. We want smart contracts. We want uh, loaning, lending. We want all these other features and functionality, which maybe is good for your iPhone or your Android phone. But when it comes to money, I'll settle with boring, slow, hard money that basically is decentralized. And just um, if I can just jump on there, when Gordon says Bitcoin is boring, Bitcoin is slow, he's comparing that to all the other cryptocurrencies and altcoins out there. Um, Bitcoin is definitely not boring or slow compared to the SWIFT system. It is a steep learning curve and a 10-minute transaction time is very fast compared to SWIFT. But what Bitcoin's, uh, what Gordon's saying is a 10-minute transaction time in Bitcoin is very slow compared to these other altcoins. So yeah, just to caveat that that remark. Yeah, I, I, good, good, good reminder, Faris, because I'm so much down my rabbit hole that I can't see the, the sunlight that everyone else is looking at. So um, <laughs> excellent question. Thank you again, Amelia. If you have a question, head across to bitcoinbasics.help to ask it. And there you can do other things like you can subscribe to our social media, our YouTube channel, podcast. We have a Bitcoin help desk. Faris, why would people need a Bitcoin help desk? Well, if you're buying Bitcoin for the very first time, it can be very daunting. Or even if you own Bitcoin and you don't know how to store it, um, you need your own personal solution because Bitcoin is like having bearer bonds and it's like having the combination to the safe to the bank. You are your own bank and you actually need to educate yourself. And at bitcoinbasics.help, you can educate yourself or you can get us to do it for you. Excellent. Thanks, Faris. And thanks, Amelia, for the question. Bitcoinbasics.help for all your Bitcoin related needs. Yep. All right. How long was that? Uh, that was nine minutes. Oh, perfect. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.